Welcome back to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. Uh, if you have never listened to this show, welcome aboard. If you are still listening to this show, we're glad to have you. Um, but to give you an idea of what you're getting into today, Call Me By Your Game is a podcast where I bring on a friend to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. We talk about what made playing the game special, what they love about it, but we also talk equally around about the context of when they played and fell in love with it and what made that experience special. Um, today is going to be something a little different. I'll get into it in a minute, but it's not going to be your traditional episode. Um, first, a little bit of housekeeping uh, up top. Uh, please give our website a visit. Yeah, we've got one of those dot coms, one of those WWs uh, for the Call Me By Your Game show. So we are at callmebyyourgame.com. I never even say the WW. Um, <laughs> you can also email us if you have any questions or anything you wanted to share with us at callmebyyourgamepodcast.com at gmail.com and if you uh already listen to the show you really like it uh you and you want to share some stuff that you have been enjoying about the show we could really use um some reviews to just go ahead and just expand our our range our uh viewers um that's like the easiest way to get more people to listen to your show is to have more reviews in the apple podcast store so if you're liking the show drop in Slide on into the Apple Podcast Store. Leave us a review. Let us know what you're liking. Um, and uh, and that's about it. Um, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Today, we're doing something a little different. The birds are chirping. The flowers, <laughs> they're spreading. Tweet, the, tweet, tweet. <laughs> tweet, the, tweet, tweet. The Easter Bunny's, he's been hopping around. He's already dropped boring, his eggs. Boring. Oh, wow. He sounds, he's going high. <laughs> um, this is our special spring gaming memories episode and i didn't feel like doing this one alone like i did the holiday holiday games uh <laughs> memories episode so i've brought aboard you can hear him laughing you can hear him bouncing the great producer of this show jeremy schmidt hello hello thanks for having me boy i'm excited to be back on this show i love this show Hey, thank you. You're the first and only uh, two-time guest, I guess, on, I guess on this show. <laughs> yes, returning, returning guest, returning champion. Really, you are the returning champion. To the Call Me by Your Game show. I, I think Connor. The- I, I have a question for you. I have a question. Go for it. Go for it. So, when you were doing that holiday episode, when you recorded by yourself, which I don't think you even told me about, you just did it and then kind of sent it over to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did Did you? Feel yourself kind of like going insane while you were doing it, like, like, well, uh, like the shining style. You know, I didn't feel myself, but once I listened to it, I realized that's exactly what happened because <laughs> I was like, you know, I just got really in the zone. I had like, I think I said this on the show, but I was sitting at my uh, desk at my old place with no microphone setup. I was recording on my phone and on my computer's external mic with a blanket over my head, a drink next to me, and just was like talking about the video games from my past. I, I really looked like the ghost of Christmas uh, future, like the scary one. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going crazy. So you're really, you're, you're less of a guest and more of a sanity blanket for me on this sure. episode. Sure. Well, I thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here, and I just hope that I'm real, you know, hey. and that you're not hallucinating me. Oh man, now I'm going to question that the whole time. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at at the link to see if you're there's actually someone talking to me. I'm just going to go ahead and believe. <laughs> this is also the point where we learn that 
um, when I hallucinate someone, it's always you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know it would make sense in this context, us recording a video game podcast, the show you produce. (laughs) But at the same time, I like to believe that you're the only person I hallucinate. I mean, it just sucks that I've been dead for 30 years, you know? What? (laughs) Man, this... This coronavirus thing really got out of hand. <laughs> That's dark. Uh, it's spring yeah. memories. Um, but yeah, dude, thank you for being on the show. Um, I guess uh, to tell you and the audience why I wanted to do the show, I was thinking it would be fun to have an excuse to do like uh, quarterly breaks from the show where it's not the traditional uh, interview the guest, um, interview a guest style like we uh, normally do for the show. But it's fun to like, there are certain seasons that I've realized, especially with like the winter but I realized as we got to spring, there's like so many spring gaming memories that I have that felt specific enough to just like get out just like kind of a bundle episode. We're calling this our bundle episode now. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. So um, this is uh w- maybe this is like DLC. Yes, this is. Oh, that's that's the way to put it. It's a uh, it's yeah. free DLC for our listeners. It, right. If you subscribe to the show, if you listen to it, you're getting this for free. And we're 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 blessing you. It's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This ushers Perfect. in our springtime event to speak yep. to Animal Crossing speak. Oh yes, it does. Get out there and do some gardening. Just stay away from people. So what we're gonna do on this episode is uh, Jeremy and I are going to uh, recount some of our favorite uh, specific memories from playing video games in the spring. So we're kind of just gonna go back and forth, share about a few games um, that were. Sp- like special to each of us or that stuck out to each of us about this season um maybe why those happened and just have a whole ball of fun how does that sound to you jeremy that sounds great i a whole ball a whole ball please i'm sick of these half balls quarter balls i want a whole ball of fun and i want it now me too and you're getting a full ball i'm most like i was called half ball in high school and you know it wasn't very fun for me so we're going full ball here (laughs) Yeah, that's All right, nice. cool. So great. Um, why don't you go ahead and just share? Why don't you lead off for us, Jeremy? Share share a memory of a spring game you really loved. Well, precursor to all of my stories, spring gaming to me immediately brings me to like spring break. So it's mm-hmm. like, what games was I playing during spring break? I guess as a vacation from school, like on my, on my school break. So like, Oh yeah. Because spring to me, isn't like, first of all, it's like maybe my least favorite season, summer and spring. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I do not like summer and spring. You're but, a, you're a curl up, you're a curl up in a full yeah. ball winter type of guy. Oh man. I love, I started, as soon as fall starts, all the best holidays come right after it. Like spring has got like St. Patrick's day. Who cares? But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, but I think that, you know, spring can be really beautiful and fun. I, I always live in like really hot weather states. So like mm-hmm. Texas and California where like spring just like right now it sucks. Like right now yep. our whole house is on fire and I'm on Ugh. fire. My dog's on fire. But <laughs> but I think that like for me, it, it's usually okay. So I, I'm on break from school and my birthday is in August. So I don't have my brand new game yet. So what mm. am I playing? You know? Yeah. Well, I'm probably going to blockbuster and i'm probably renting what i'm probably trying to figure out what my big birthday game is going to be like what am i going to ask for for my birthday so you would like test out games there that was like a testing ground for you yeah well blockbuster is where you rented games 
people who grew up in like my era of gaming, you'd go to Blockbuster or Warehouse and CD Warehouse, Warehouse Music or whatever at the time they had game rentals and you would rent or Hollywood Video also had game rentals mm. and you would rent a game and you could do it for like the weekend and then you bring it back. You've rented games before, oh, Connor, yeah. you know this. Yeah. From both Hollywood so, Video and uh, Blockbuster. It's where I played Glover NBB. for the first time. Oh, Glover. Yeah. Thank, thank Glove. <laughs> uh, so I, I, uh, yeah, so I'd rent a game probably around this time, and I'd be trying to figure out, okay, what what am I going to ask for? So I'm going to try to go dig back as early as I can. Oh, yeah. Um, as early, spring gaming to me is the Nintendo 64. It mm. is all my buds are out of school, and we're spending the night at each other's house probably a few times that week. You know, if you only get a week, you got to really mid-max your, your hangout sesh with your with your buds. Oh, you got to mid-max your hangout sessions. You got to mid-max. Yeah, you got to get your <laughs> stats just right or you're going to blow it. You're going to and, and then you don't have another spring break for a whole year. Ugh. So so it's it is 1990 who cares? 97. <laughs> we'll just say that. And it's Super Smash Bros. OG oh. Super Smash Bros. We're playing some GoldenEye. Yes, we're playing some, you know, some Mario Kart Wave Race, sure. Mm. You know, we're probably even playing some StarCraft, maybe. Oh, wow. But what, what's keeping us up until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, loaded up on Mountain Dew, greasy. You know, you, you know when you get like the greasy, gross feeling like you haven't slept? Oh, you yeah. kind of need a shower. Your body's like telling yeah. you that you need to stop what you're doing and put hit the reset <laughs> button for the night, but you're ignoring it. I've been there. I'm ignoring it. <laughs> I'm there right yeah, now. Cause, uh, yeah, you're happy. <laughs> I'm having so much fun smashing with my gang. And I'll tell you this. My my, my memory of Super Smash Bros. the original game was very much like this is a party game. Like, this is not a game that I play by myself very mm. often. This is uh, maybe to practice a few rounds to get ready for a, a, a sleepover. But this is not... This is just not a game that, you know, I... It has, like, a, for example, like, a, much of a first-player campaign. A one-player sure. campaign. Especially the original. Like, this is before, this is pre, uh, you know, pre what would Final you call Destination. It? Final Destination. No, 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 not Final Destination. No, uh, I'm thinking that's just the story. What was the story mode they it had was in uh, Adventure Mode? No, 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 no. Yeah, but it was not in classic. Um, Brawl. In Brawl, they had that sub- oh, space subspace emissary. emissary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, pre that. So, this is where I, I discovered that I'm, I'm a Link Man first. And I'm a Fox boy second because back then Link and Fox to me sort of encapsulated the dichotomy that that game had. You had kind of like a slower, agile, like Link wasn't the slowest, you know, he wasn't Donkey Kong, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't Fox who was super fast, but his hips didn't really, you know, he had to hit up somebody a lot to do any kind of damage. Uh, and Link had projectiles. Fox also has projectiles. You know, there's. I feel like they back then those two characters really complemented each other. So I would spend my whole my whole spring break getting getting good with either one of them. And uh, to this day, I still kind of play as a version of either Fox or Link. Same in, here. In, really? Yeah, I haven't like like Link is like the Breath of the Wild. Link is probably my favorite character I've ever had in a Smash mm-hmm. game. I just love the changes they made to Link for the for Smash Ultimate. But same yeah. here. I, I was also I think when I first played that game, 
I was Pikachu because Pokemon was my favorite thing at the time. Yeah, Pikachu is kind of like a fox because he's fast and totally. has some projectiles. You know, Pikachu yeah. is kind of like a fox if you think about it. Yeah, and also <laughs> the animal. It's <laughs> true. Um, but I, same yeah. thing. And now, I kind of till today. Like I actually have my other side characters. I like my side pieces that I like better. But sure. Link is still my yeah. go-to. Wait, and I, I have a question I mean, for I'll, you. I'll, um, yeah. Who are you like playing this game with? Like who did you have like four like three other friends? So were you playing four player Smash? Oh yeah. Almost yeah, <sighs> every time. And and there's probably two people on deck. So oh. it's probably like a six oh. person sleepover and two people That's, are on deck. It, it, yeah. That's ideal because like if I don't know about you, but sometimes when I like when I'm this maybe is just me being weird, but when I'm playing video games with friends, like when we've played Smash or like other things together, it's kind of nice to like be able to take a step back and like go have mm-hmm. a soda, go have a slice of oh. pizza, and let well, someone and it else gives play. you stakes. Like if you lose, then maybe your controller has to go to the next person. You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh. I like the stakes. You gotta have the stakes because if it's just four people, then it doesn't really matter who loses because then True. you just keep playing over and over and over. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Danny Stevenson, shout out oh, to John shout Nurge, out. shout out to John <laughs> Barrick, <laughs> oh. shout out to Brendan Mask. You know, these are just guys. Two of those pa- we pal- yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would play. You know, usually Dan, we'd be at Danny's house because mm-hmm. his his. You know, he was the pastor's son at the church we all went to, and oh. uh, and for some reason his parents so were, were really cool. Yeah, they- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were fucking wealthy, and they would we would get all the good snacks, you know. Oh. And and Danny was a little bit on the on the bigger side, you know, mm-hmm. no shade or anything, but he he prided himself that when he was a baby he ate a lot of butter, and that's why he <laughs> turned the way that he did. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's what he'd tell us. He'd be bragging about why he was so big. When I was a baby, I ate a lot of butter. It set me on this track. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said he would, his grandma would just give him sticks of butter to eat. This is all I ever wanted to hear on the show. <laughs> this is a real thing, right? Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely real. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. And he'd be bragging about it, and we'd all be like, "Damn, I wish I was big like Danny." That's someone like convincing themselves that they're happy the way they are and having that's like their their hero story is i ate a bunch of butter <laughs> that's that's yeah. amazing yeah yeah i'm sweating All right, now again, what about you i gotta hear what is what is your your uh a My springtime gaming memory your first one you want to divulge all right so kind of like you um when i think of springtime like I, I also think of spring break it's really hard to separate myself from you know the structure of the school year as opposed to the structure of like our regular adult life years so yeah but, which we've which we've actually probably lived at this point way longer than, right <laughs> well actually maybe not way longer that's yeah, crazy we're, get, we're catching no. up yeah we're catching up. Um, but by and, the time we're like forty, then we're then it's like, <laughs> yeah, we will have lived as it's long like, as we were in school. All right, guys, yeah. stop calling it Christmas break. You have one day off. <laughs> um, but for me, in a similar way, I grew up uh, very Christian, and I went to ch- like church my whole life. So we celebrated. I mean, not. I mean, other people celebrate Easter, but we always celebrated Easter. And a very cool thing that my parents used to do is that we would have like a little Easter basket for me and my sister with some Easter candy. I'm a huge fan. I got to shout out my favorite 
Easter candy, robin eggs. Are you a fan of robin eggs? Mm, yes, those are my Dude. second favorite to Cadbury eggs. Oh my gosh, those are like, they seem like universes apart to me. But Cadbury, oh yeah, they are. Good. They are, yeah. They're both like a filled egg, just one is hard, one is soft. It's like the mm-hmm. Capulets and the Montagues of Easter oh, candy. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, they, so I would have like a basket, but they would usually give me I'd have like a small, like a cheap gift in there. And one year, and it eventually ended up, they would always give me like a new computer game for Easter, um, which was kind of like a surprise, you know, new game throughout the year. Um, Because usually it's only like Christmas or my birthday, but. Right. But they sometimes give you for Easter a game? Yes. So sometimes. Dude, that's so lucky. I I think when I was very, very, very lucky when I was very little, they would give me games like like the magic school bus, like like learns about dinosaurs, which was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But the game I want to talk about is a game from 1997 called the Animaniacs Game Pack. Whoa. Are you familiar with this game at all? Is this for PC? This is for the PC. No, I'm yeah. not still. So, but I, I just happened to guess it. <laughs> yeah. Nice guess. I did say computer game. Um, dude, this game was so awesome. I so I this is is one of the games that like kind of helped uh continue my love for PC gaming as a kid. I played like a lot of educational games growing up, but this might have been the first um fun game that I played. This is before I even played like the backyard sports games, which I've talked to you about a bunch. Um, But the Animaniacs game pack was really cool. So it starts off with this intro that is basically, it's it's essentially this Animaniacs theme song intro, except they've re, like, they've redone the lyrics to where it's making, it's basically, it's for specifically for this game. It's, and it's acknowledging that they're making a computer game. It like, this is the of course the like developers it. in the it disses the developers in the song. It talks about like them becoming bitmaps. It talks about all sorts of stuff. It's hilarious. You got to check it out. Um, and then it had five. It wasn't like one big story game that you go through. It, they were like five mini games. Hence the name Game Pack. So Ugh. there were five games on here. Um, the first game was a game called Belchinator Two. In which you play, I don't know, remember, I think you might be, um, because it's Wacko, Dot, and what's the other one? Do you remember the Animaniacs names? I think I lost you for a second. See if you can. You did just for a second, yes, but you're back now. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. Um, do you remember, so it's Wacko, Dot, what's the other one? Jacko? Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Okay, so I think you're playing as Yakko. It's the one with the backwards hat. Um, but you That's Wacko. Oh, sorry, Wacko. So what you're doing in this mm. game is you're literally just picking up these um, like like food to eat, basically, and then you would destroy these uh, these like robots that were powered by the brain who's trying to like destroy the Animaniacs. So you're just like running around and shooting burps out at these little <laughs> robots and it's like a top-down shooter though it's kind of it was kind of awesome like all of these games on this pack were like kind of good none of them sucked but none of them were like excellent um the, the next game was prop shop drop where it, you're the animaniacs and you have to click props for these different straight to tv movies that the studio is making <laughs> and so it's just like a straightforward like on rails 
um, like driving game where you're first on a bike you and the screen, like you don't even have to accelerate. You just move through the level. You avoid stuff and you have to pick up the specific props for whatever movie. And there's like seven levels to it. Um, the last, the third one is uh, Baloney's Balloon Pop where Baloney is this like, <laughs> <laughs> Baloney is this like Barney the dinosaur like uh, parody that they oh, are basically great. like they're bouncing um uh well sorry wacko and dot are bouncing uh yakko on this trampoline to hit these uh balloons that are above him it's kind of like um what are those it's kind of like uh pong but as if you're playing against just like a bunch of things above the screen i know there's other games like this where it's like it bounces back and you have to like stop it from going below you does that make any sense oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i don't even know what type of game that's called but you're you're doing that you don't want if Yakko a jumper a jumper but if Wacko <laughs> falls below Yakko and Dot and gets touched by Baloney then you lose him and then the fourth game was a game called uh Smoocher where you are you are Dot and actually I'm going to have to look this up cuz I already forgot it <laughs> I already forgot <laughs> what the specific game was uh oh yeah it's it's a kind of a platforming game honestly it's very similar to the Mario Brothers game, the one where you're just on the one screen, but basically she gets, oh, yeah. she gets this, picks up pieces of gum and she shoots out kisses at these like enemies. And then once they turn into like, you know how Pac-Man will hit the, like a button and it'll turn all the ghosts into like edible enemies or whatever. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. So you go touch the enemies, they die. The last one is just a mini golf simulator as Dot. So so it was a really fun game, and it like I, it was funny. They have jokes throughout the game too, so it was something I really enjoyed. And like I would just sit on my parents' computer and play for like hours on this shitty game that I loved. Ugh, that's mm. that's so awesome. Like uh, PC gaming is so funny and fun, and and most of the time I equate it to like learning. Also, like mm-hmm. Math Blaster oh, and dude. games back in the day that were like teaching you while also making like somehow kind of fun mm-hmm. uh most of them actually weren't that fun but you know I, it was still like a digital like character in front of me so i was like tricked into thinking it was maybe fun totally yeah if it, it they snuck a lot of education past us i was a math blaster kid myself oh math blaster is great dude i just uh found out it was on the sega genesis also whoa yeah, oh so you know gosh. I hacked my little Sega Mini and put that Math Blaster game on there. Have you played Math Blaster like since you've done that? Did you play it too? No, I'm going to play it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. well, cool. That was kind of it for the Animaniacs game pack. Um, was there anything... Uh, what was it, What's another one for you, dude? Well, okay, so I since I went... Before you went, I have looked up kind of like timelines because I wanted Hell to make yeah. sure I got got the right, I got the right dates down. So all of that Smash stuff would have happened in, in ninety nine to two thousand one would have yeah. been like the the time frame. So it would have been like I think I think Smash really fully took off. It would have been like Spring Break two thousand. Okay. So like that would have been like when we were playing it like the hardest. So the next game, and it's and it's a very similar. There's a very similar reason for why this game took took such a hold of uh, a certain spring break. But it's a very different game than Super Smash Brothers. It is a little game for the Xbox original <laughs> <laughs> called 
Halo oh, boy. combat evolved. Oh. Buddy, I know you were a Halo man. I knew I I I know that you you have blood gulched it before. Oh yeah. You have jumped on a on the back of a uh truck what, is, they what do they call them in halo the the uh, warthogs <laughs> the warthog and they don't call uh, me, probably uh, yeah they don't call me connor teabag mccabe for nothing that's true I, I played yeah some halo <laughs> you played some halo uh old teabag mccabe <laughs> that's just definitely played some halo. <laughs> yeah uh so this this game came out in 2001 and uh by 2002 so I'm about 15, or I'm 14, about to be 15 at the time. And this game, I don't even know what an Xbox is, really. Like, to me, it was PS2, and that was really it. Like, the GameCube, and the I, I knew that th- what that was, and that was coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And we were all about... The, our family was a Nintendo family, so you know it was that was going to be the Christmas purchase. Uh, if it if we didn't already have one, which we might have if it came out mm. in 2001. Yes. Yeah, we probably had it. Yeah. So my friend Kyle Phillips, who I kind of got to know him, like the, literally the friend group I just told you about, we're done by this time. Oh, <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like things I was realizing when I was looking up these dates, like things happen so fast when you're young. Yeah. Like a whole friend group I had for two years is like, eviscerated by the time i'm 15 like like the the gap between 13 year olds and 15 year olds is intense so um so yeah so by by the time i'm 15 me and my buddy kyle phillips he's 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 telling me the gamecube's trash he's like i'm not gonna get it the gamecube's trash and i'm like oh okay cool (laughs) and and then he's like yeah yeah man I, i was gonna get a ps2 but i think i'm just gonna wait for the xbox i'm gonna get an xbox and I'm like, what the heck is an Xbox? He's like, it's Microsoft's console. I'm like, that sounds terrible. That does not sound <laughs> like something I would want at all. He's like, no, man, you're stupid. Like, you gotta. The Xbox is gonna have Halo. And I'm like, what the hell is that? What the hell is Halo? I don't. You're just you're telling just saying, me shapes, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just tell me like fucking gobbledygook, my man. And he was like, no, nah, no, for real. So he gets an Xbox, and we all come over and it's halo time and the xbox kind of like the n64 four controller slots you know halo was like a launch title for it 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 kind of did for video games what like like fucking pac-man did for video games i mean it just like (laughs) set that whole the whole medium on fire yep it was a it was a first person shooter that actually like it actually elevated that genre unlike, you know, like GoldenEye was already a game and we all played first person shooters and we all loved them. And then Perfect Dark was like another game by that same developer that was better than GoldenEye. Like mm-hmm. it was just a better first person shooter, but it wasn't like the leap, quite a leap to like a next generation, quite like Halo was. Whereas like suddenly like this was a whole different ball game. And I remember playing Halo and being good at it immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, like being able to like get shots off, get kills in it and feeling like a master. And I was like, this is not a genre of game that I was typically good at or thought I even cared about. But Halo, for some reason, it was just floaty enough to make you feel like you could really get the hang of it. I think I still to this day think Halo is good and destiny are good for 
like people who haven't played a shooter in a while. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> yeah, like Call of Duty is like not the shooter you want to get when you are rusty. But hey, but Halo and Destiny, they're very forgiving. So, man, t- land parties are the rage. We are oh, yeah. bringing TVs from home, Connor. Did, did you ever bring a TV from home? <laughs> Not back then, but my first time playing Halo what, what, was like a friend's birthday and someone else brought their TV and we were playing like eight player Halo and mm-hmm. it also blew my mind in a similar way. Right, yeah. I mean, you could have probably been playing land parties before if you were bringing your PCs over to people's houses to like play like Diablo or Starcraft or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, red alert but yeah so so that it was the the 2002 spring break birds are chirping you know the the the, kyle's parents are probably like you guys want to get in the pool we're all like fuck you you know like (laughs) fuck your get out of here kyle's parents yeah fuck (laughs) your pool you know i'll throw you i'll kill you and throw you in the pool you know that kind of using that kind of language i'll put the Um, cement over it and hide the evidence yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, we got very explicit and uh, uh, yeah specific with it. So I I also remember that my friend Kyle had this friend, and I so this guy now works for Funimation, and mm. uh, as a, as like a producer there, and I I've kept in touch with him over the years. Uh, him like the other group of friends did not completely disappear. We uh, I even ended up doing some voice work for some anime shit back oh, when I cool. lived in Texas. I know it was it was cool, but I knew I want to reach out to him again because he had this friend named Sean. I don't remember his last name, but I remember his name was Sean, and he was this white kid. But his nickname was the Hawaiian Warrior, <laughs> and I still to this day, day do not remember why we called him the Hawaiian Warrior. <laughs> that sounds so like I, I, junior high kids just like making stuff up. And it's like that sounds funny. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly that's that's me and, and yeah, we're like 14 or 15 and and i think that's the coolest guy in the world is sean the hawaiian warrior <laughs> and i have no idea to this day why i thought that was cool or why he went by the hawaiian warrior uh, i do remember another thing about that kid though is that you know, keep in mind we're like young boys uh he, his mom his parents were going through a divorce mm. and his mom happened to be very attractive and oh yeah dude i'll tell you that is i i just was like i just felt so lucky that i wasn't in sean's shoes because oh yeah to to have to first of all your parents are going through divorce which is hard and your mom is very attractive that was a recipe for certain disaster like we 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 talked about how hot his mom was (laughs) so much and i just remember him being like guys shut up come on just come on she's going she's going through a hard time you know like that kind of stuff yes. and that just egged us on more golly we were such shit bags, kids but. are so kids because i was the same way man kids are just like relentless and yeah. like oh gosh it's, it's you can really get into like a bully spiral where you're like oh, yeah you just won't let up on whoever it is whoever got the short end of the straw that that sleepover or that like that day hanging out mm-hmm. you know ends up being just like the person everyone picks on and uh i and i remember like so we played halo and we we capped the night off with not swimming but i think what we did was somebody brought 
is gonna sound so stupid. Somebody brought over swords. Like they had bought swords from like the mall, like real and swords? we lit them on fire. <laughs> like that was, yeah, like real swords. Oh, yeah. you had to have beam. That's swords. what we thought was so cool. We went. Yeah, well, yeah, we like we like just put like lighter fluid on real swords and lit them on fire, and we thought that was so cool. Oh my, that is absolutely insane! Did you put them out in the pool? I don't know. I think we just <laughs> swung them around a lot, and like they're swords, so they didn't like they didn't they don't stay on fire. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like a thing they would have done in Step Brothers. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, so funny. So, yeah, springtime. Woo! Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, was that it for the Halo one? That's it. All right, hit me with your best shot. Hit me, with, right, your, hit me with your next one. Here comes two of three. All right, so the game that I'm going to talk about, uh, which is just such a visceral spring memory for me, is The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, which Ooh. came out in uh, in the spring of 2003. And I remember... Um, I was already like a full-on Zelda head by this point. Ocarina of Time was my favorite game ever. I think Majora was probably my second favorite game ever, and I couldn't give a shit about Zelda one and two. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but and Link to the Past was like I played through half of it on my Game Boy Advance and never picked it up again. Um, but I love Zelda, so I was really hyped for Wind Waker when it was kind of going to come out. So I had it pre-ordered, um, and which is actually how I got like the I don't know if you remember this, but the Zelda. Um, like disc that they came out on the GameCube. Um, oh, it was yeah. a pre-order for that that had uh, Ocarina, Majora, and Zelda One and Two all on the same disc. Yeah, if that thing's worth like a million dollars now. Yeah, and I'm a freaking idiot, and I got rid of it when I got rid of most of my GameCube games. Uh, yeah, just you set it on fire famously along with your swords. That's <laughs> exactly what I did. Yeah. Um, and so I had this game pre-ordered. So when the the day the game came out, which I think was a Friday, um, I got the game. I got. I also on that same day got a Wave Bird, my first Wave Bird. Oh first, my god! So cool. First wireless controller that I ever had, and I took it over to uh, my friend Eddie's house, who you've who you've heard on my show, and you know about Eddie. Um, but like, cause we and we were going over to his house that night. Because that was the night that the Even Stevens movie was coming out on the Disney Channel. Oh my god! So this was like the, basically the greatest night of my life. I was getting to spend the night at my best friend's house, play the new Zelda with my Wave Bird, and watch my fucking hero Louis Stevens on mm-hmm. Even Stevens movie. Um, I remember we had so much fun playing that game and watching that movie. I remember the only reason we took a break was to watch the movie. But we, he lived in a big house. It was a two-story house. So we tried, we would even like walk around the house to see how far the wave bird would actually work away from the TV. Um, we'd just be like shouting like, hey, can you still, is it still working? Like from downstairs. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was just so awesome. much fun. What was the length on it? Like how far could you go? I think it was only like 30 feet, but still that's oh, okay. like pretty great. Um, Man, probably yeah. not you talking about the Even Stevens movie? Like I remember when that movie came out. Like oh, yeah. it's I, I can't tell if I'm like if it's like a nostalgic trip or if I'm like triggered. It's like one of the one of the two things where I'm like I'm just like oh, oh my yeah. god, like that's so like I just have this such a déjà vu with you yeah. saying that. Like and isn't that great too when you have both a game and a movie where like 
you like in a game as hard as you can until the movie starts and then you're so excited to watch the movie it's just like you're overwhelmed with stuff to do it was awesome it was like the perfect like combination of things for me at that time i couldn't literally couldn't have wanted anything more um and uh i also i played this game so much during this during that spring when it came out that i remember um i i was in sixth grade and so there we were doing um a whole like study on like egyptian culture that was a thing that at least maybe they did that in texas too but california schools really emphasized that so mm. we had to go visit this like museum that was like two hours away and by mm. this point i had an attachment for my gamecube that was another that was a screen so i could take it in the car you had the screen dude i still have the screen <laughs> oh my god does it still work yeah uh, i actually haven't tested it in a while but I, i'm guessing it does yeah and it had an adapter for the car and for like just a, an outlet so it was amazing so i remember that thing is also very expensive it is, and it, it was like the good one too. And I remember playing that game in the car, loving it. But it was like so hard to see on this shitty little screen. Um, mm-hmm. Like going with my friend Brandon and my mom, uh, and my sister to this like museum, and all I could think about the whole time was like I was playing through the Dragon Roost Cavern. So Link has the that like rope that he can like mm-hmm. like f- swing on. So all like I wasn't even like paying attention. I was like pretending to like swing through this museum in my head just like it's totally enveloped in that world <laughs> just such a little fucking nerd kid <laughs> that is so funny dude yeah 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 you said yeah i that is that is ne- some next level nerd nerd dumb there but uh, i i love it uh really took over my spring that year um God, but yeah that's that really was great yeah so it what year awesome. would that have been this would have been the we're kind of like part part and parcel for like years we've been covering it's like that that seems like around the same time right yeah that was oh three so the year when i was haloing it up yeah that was Mm -hmm. oh three oh okay so yeah maybe a little before maybe a little pre you're yeah i yeah okay cool heck yeah um yeah but what but what about you what's uh what's your next one that you want to share all right so the the first two memories i i had were obviously from a long time ago from you know middle school and then high school Mm -hmm. or elementary school maybe and then than high school but no i middle school than high school but i think the my final one was going to be uh an animal crossing story so (gasps) everyone knows that animal crossing is sort of this very meditative experience it's very calming and soothing you know there's you can't die in it there's no real way to lose um it's sort of like a farming simulator but not really even that intense like there are systems but they're very simple and you know it's it's delight it's the game is delightful it's brought a lot of joy and creativity into my life you know recently they came out with the animal crossings new animal crossing new horizons for the nintendo switch but before that there was a game called animal crossing new leaf which came out on the 3ds and i you know it's it's weird talking about it like it's like it's a past thing because I remember when the game came out very vividly because I was an adult, you know, I was in my mid twenties and um, I was, you know, I was in the workforce already. And I remember that I, you know, what I did was I was a production manager at a post-production house. Oh, wow. So a lot of times I would have to go on shoots and I would have to go, you know, basically camera op at, different locations a lot of times they were just like big events that Mm. you know they'd hire our company to just cover and i remember there was this weird event that i had to cover where 
They wanted a time-lapsed shot of a stage being built. <laughs> so I had to go and babysit a camera that was up on a high rise shooting a bunch of uh, people constructing a stage. And really that's something that we're supposed to just like sit the camera up and just let it run. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, we're going to, again, we're going to play it again, but it's going to be very fast. It's going to be like showing the stage getting yeah. built very quickly. But my boss was so neurotic that he just was like, and I need someone by the camera the whole time. So imagine having to sit (laughs) in real time when they're doing time-lapsed footage. So Uh, 2013 year of the time-lapse. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So that is when I decided to pull the trigger and buy myself a 3DS, which came with super mario 3d land or (gasps) no it was the midnight blue one so it came with luigi's mansion and i got super mario 3d land was the other game i got and animal crossing new leaf oh what a trio i know it was it was deadly it was deadly And and i think pokemon was just around the corner so to give you some sort of time in history of when this all took place so i get new leaf and uh I set it up and I'm just sitting there forever babysitting this camera and that's when I start my playthrough and yeah all day long literally like an eight hour day (sighs) and then I would like shut the camera off and then like and then like come in at 8 a.m. and turn the camera back on. I forgot to press record. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah exactly. Oh my god. That would have killed me but um but yeah Animal Crossing New Leaf is just you know I there are things that I still prefer about it to New Horizons. Mm. Like, I still think that that's my favorite Animal Crossing game. I haven't played the GameCube original Animal Crossing. And, mm. you know, I, I missed the DS one and the Wii one. And I think, did Wii U have one? Have no, it had like a, it had an Amiibo Festival game, which or Happy Home Designer or something like that. They, they didn't have like a mainline one. Yeah, so, yeah. Of all the Animal Crossing games that I've played, two of them, truly, um, New Leaf is definitely my favorite. And I guess I just, it really like, when I loaded up my town for the first time, I just remember like it was perfectly in season with what was going on because it's like something about that game is that it's seasonal, right? So it's like, you know, if it's winter, it might be snowing on your, in your town. If it's fall, you know, the leaves might be changing. So, you know, it's springtime and like all the fruit is out and, you know, the weather's really nice. And then you go outside and the weather's also nice. It just felt like, I, I it felt like the game was helping me engage with the seasons in a way that I hadn't oh. ever done before. I don't know That's if that cool. makes sense, but like, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's summer, it's hot, right? But then, <laughs> but like, you never think of summer as like a celebration of the sun. <laughs> totally, <laughs> right? Right, but you know, I guess to me, spring, it kind of frames spring in this way. There was like something to get hyped about. Like it's like your your favorite best friend is coming back. <laughs> yeah, Spring, really. you know? So yeah, I guess that's, uh, and, that, and that to me was just a great memory because I, you know, now the 3DS screen I've, I've actually complained about is being like so low res that it kind of hurts my eyes at times. And like, <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's like ergonomically not my favorite system to hold. But mm-hmm. dude, I poured in like hundreds of hours between that Pokemon, the Mario games, um, Luigi's Mansion. I mean, I just played. I played 
like everything on the fucking 3ds i, I loved it i love that system and no, the uh, 3ds was incredible and and oh, speak, you're talking about new leaf and how it might still be your favorite or it is still your favorite and it's one of those things where as we've been playing new horizons uh or, and so many people have um I remember playing New Leaf because I had played every Animal Crossing game. And I remember I got to that game four years late. So I got to that like summer of 2017. And it was, I couldn't wow, believe. Wow, we were friends. We were point. friends. We, yeah. we were we were buds, I would even go yeah. as far to say. Um, but I remember thinking about how crazy of a leap that that game had taken from the uh, Wii game. And then now I'm playing this New, New Horizons and I'm like, you guys don't know how how it used to be back in the day when you couldn't do all this stuff and craft your stuff it was everything was so boring but man new leaf was incredible yeah well that's the one thing i i still prefer is i hate Mm -hmm. crafting yeah i I, like new new horizons i i i do the crafting bullshit because it's in the game to get my the stuff i need but imagine not having to craft a new shovel every five minutes you know what i mean like yeah that's what the new leaf experience was you know you built your tools and you were just able to kind of go from there and i don't know i i think crafting was just is just not not it doesn't need to be in every game and i kind of feel like if i had one one complaint about new horizons it's the crafting i'm like come on like (laughs) it's not it doesn't have to be in my in everything anyway but totally uh new new horizons is still a great game but new leaf will always have my heart is my first you know oh you can't can't beat your first i remember playing the gamecube one and i was like it's this is awesome and and immediately was like oh the ds one's better (laughs) so makes sense oh really was the ds one better than the gamecube one for sure i thought it was a little better and it, it it was i mean it was very similar but it was a little better it was also so cool to be able to take that game that didn't look so great like on the go like it didn't really look good on the gamecube because it was a nintendo 64 port technically um but i remember preferring the ds game interesting yeah i've thought yeah. about going back to the um the gamecube one to see how it looks yeah, it's uh, pretty weird looking now. <laughs> like the screen doesn't, you know how the screen <laughs> the world rolls with you as you like are walking down or up? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's just like a yeah. flat screen. Yeah. You go to like new screen each time. So, but yeah. Um, what, oh, was weird, weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Was there any other uh, new leaf stuff you wanted to share? No, not at all. Done, done so. Uh, Okay, cool. Well, here's here's my last one, and feel free to share any extras that you might have afterwards. But the last one that I wanted to get to was from the spring of 2010, and that is my favorite Pokemon game of all time, Pokemon Soul Silver. Ooh. And and I love this game. So I, I at this point in my life, I was I was I had just I'm like in the in the middle or like right in in the deep parts of like not really playing games very much all i would play were the games that i had already had for like three or four years and maybe like every year for christmas would like throw a game on my christmas list just because i would be like well i guess i like video games um which is Mm -hmm. you know far cry from what's happened to me now (laughs) um but (laughs) but uh i remember when i saw soul silver was coming out silver had been my favorite pokemon game i hadn't played one since pearl um a few generations before that but when i saw they were remaking my favorite pokemon game and one of my favorite games ever i knew i had to have it so 
I pre-ordered it for the DS and um, it came out on like a Sunday for some reason in the United States. So I was a freshman in college at this point. So I'm staying in the, I'm living in the dorms uh, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to wake up and be at GameStop like the minute it opens so I can get my game. And so I'm like the loser who goes to sleep <laughs> the night before at like 10 o'clock so I can, on a Saturday night, in call, a freshman in college so that I could be awake at GameStop when they open. Oh, that's um, awesome. And I think my roommate was out of town, so I didn't like even have to tell him that that's what I was doing. I was really keeping it uh, secretive. So uh, I go to sleep, and then I wake up in the middle of the night and the fire alarm is going off in the dorm, and it's like 1 a.m. or something. So <laughs> I go out on the, they called it, I think, what did they call it? I don't, I think they called it like the lawn or the quad. It was this area that was in between all the dorms. And uh, I went outside, and I was coming out of the dorm, like, like having been asleep. And everyone else had been like doing cool stuff, like staying up and watching movies. People were getting back from like parties. People had been partying in the dorms. And I like had to like lie to people about why I was asleep because I was too embarrassed to tell them that I was trying to wake up early for a Pokemon game. Because <laughs> uh, like I was just like so uh, in the dark about my love for video games at that time. Um, but that is so, so I, good. It was so silly. So I go back to sleep once we're allowed back in the dorms and the alarm goes uh, stop goes going off. And I go to GameStop the next day. I'm there when they open. There's one person who's actually there ahead of me doing something, which is, I was like, wow, there's someone else here. That's unusual. Um, but I'm there. And while I'm waiting to be helped by the one employee who's already helping the other person, I'm like so embarrassed. I'm like making, I'm hoping no one else from college has seen me go in the GameStop, like truly right across the street from school. And I all of a sudden, just like out of nowhere, start having a coughing attack in the store and like the employee looks at me and the other person looks at me. I like can't stop coughing and I have to just like go outside and I'm so embarrassed. I'm like trying to keep a low profile, but I'm like making a huge scene. Wow. in this game stuff. It was embarrassing. That is um, so, uh, I think I remember you telling me this story and didn't we kind of come to the conclusion that you were like, it was like your inner, like your inner, like longing for people to understand this about you coming out or something. <laughs> I think we have talked about this. We've definitely talked about this before. Oh, that's too funny. Um, I do remember my, uh, I actually ended up finding out that I had two friends who had also gotten that game at the same day. So I had no reason to be embarrassed. And they went to the beach though. So they were cool. They went to the beach. But when they got back that afternoon, um, they were so sunburnt. Um, my friend, my good friend, Brad Zimmer, my other friend, Nick, um, we got panda express and then we they were so sunburnt that we were just playing pokemon and they were like i helped my friend brad put aloe vera on his back because he was like truly just as pink as you could be that is that is so nice of you my man yeah and i also like the game too but uh the embarrassing yeah. parts of the things i wanted to share that's so funny like yeah, being embarrassed of video gaming for it, I feel like we are paths cross in like so many different ways around that same time. Where like I was also like from 2006 to 2013 or something or 12, I was just mm -hmm. like, no, no one yeah. will, no one will ever know this about me at all. Like I just like won't <laughs> talk about it. I won't deal with it. I'll just push it down, push my childhood down. 
not try, not engage with it. And then eventually you just get where you're like, I don't care anymore. This is too totally. fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was well, that's that. that's a, that's um, great, man. I love that. I also love Pokemon Soul Silver. I think it's a great game. It's awesome. It's it's the one that I'll return to if I'm returning to a Pokemon game. Sometimes Red and Blue, but uh, yeah, that game is awesome. It had the Poke Walker, so I would, and then I like would like hide the Poke Walker on my belt and walk around <laughs> campus for the end, like the end of the school year. So I was pretty ready to be caught. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um, well, cool. Did you have anything, any other memories you wanted to share before we head off into the sunset? I mean, no, I think that this is a very important, I mean, like we're adults, so spring break and, and gaming to us is just sort of whenever we can steal time away. But Mm -hmm. for, for kids out there, for people who are in college or in high school, you know, take advantage of your spring gaming. Like that is like such a, that's such a formative, important time where you're going to make a bunch of memories that you're going to have forever. And I think it's like, you know, you're going to, you're going to feel this pressure to like go outside, play outside, play catch, throw a pigskin around with the boys, you know, go <laughs> swimming, talk to, talk to <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> talk to uh, girls and boys. Yeah, but don't stay inside. <laughs> yeah. Talk to girls and boys. Don't stay inside. You know, don't go out. Don't, don't engage especially right now right totally like, yeah right fact, now you this gotta, is the prime time you gotta stay yeah this is the prime time um uh, yeah I, there are also spring oh i guess we should mention there are spring time video games like uh i think anything with it's a farming simulator would oh, be yeah. is a really great mm. spring game to kind of your, throw out like your harvest moons your harvest moons your stardew valleys your your animal crossings you know those are those are great. Those are great games that also celebrate the seasons. Uh, I would also want to shout out a game called Flower out there. If anyone's ever played the game Flower, mm. if you really want to get in the springtime mood, play the game Flower. It's got like this really great, amazing art style by a, an amazing developer, that game company, and um, you know, it's kind of hard to describe, but you play as flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds and it's, amazing. Uh, yeah, and it's really it's really joyful and meditative and cheerful. It's 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 a it's a fun time. Well, killer dude. Well, hey, um, before before we go, I'm gonna share a couple of recommendations of like of like video game content that people can hit up, while, especially during this quarantine time in the spring. And then we can do plugs and we'll be out of here. Of course, Jeremy, feel free to chime in and share any recs that you have. Um, I've recommended some of these things before, but some of them I just feel like are worth recommending. Again, um, if you're looking for more video game podcasts out there, I have the three podcasts that I listen to the most are one is the Nintendo Cartridge Society. I've promoted it before. It's a Nintendo-focused podcast hosted by Mark Mitchell and Patrick Ellers. In April, they just ugh. went through four classic Super Nintendo games. And um, <laughs> is that an ugh, Jeremy? Ugh, fuck those guys. No, I'm kidding. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how dare you? <laughs> um, yeah, their podcast is great. Uh, I love. I love their. I'm gonna just. T- we're gonna delete Jeremy's track off this whole podcast. Um, I love their four episodes. Four episodes of spring. 
Then there's a Nintendo Switchcast, which is another Nintendo-focused podcast. Uh, the host, Bob, does like three to five episodes per week. And always, I will always promote Retronauts. It's a great retro gaming podcast hosted by Bob Mackey and Jeremy Parrish. Uh, a couple YouTube channels I want to promote. Um, one is one I've discovered recently called Arlo. It's this channel where this guy uh, has like this puppet-looking generic cookie monster thing that talks all things Nintendo, including current releases, rumors, wishlists, etc. And Nintendo Voice Chat, which is IGN's weekly Nintendo podcast. They have a lot of fun stuff. This week they talked about the best JRPGs for the Switch. They can be found on YouTube and most podcast apps. Um, anything you want to recommend, Jeremy? Yeah, my, my podcast is uh, called Video Games a Comedy Show. Connor's on it all the time. You know, basically it's sort of like this show. It's actually sort of like this episode where we take concepts. Yeah. Uh, instead, instead of it being guest-based, yeah, we take concepts and then we sort of talk about a theme and you know, I have a rotating um, panel of people to come on and talk about it. And, you know, we do goofs and bits and it's really fun and funny. And uh, and I play sound effects like farts and uh, and stuff like that. I mean, if you don't, if you're not, you you had me at farts, so I'm in. Um, well, thanks, dude. Uh, and thank you for so much. Dude, thank you again for taking an hour out of your weekend to do this episode. Um, would you like to uh, plug anything else besides your show? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. Killer. Hell yeah. All right. You can follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. I, we've already promoted Jeremy's show. It's the only other thing I ever promote. Thank you so much for listening to Call Me By Your Game and our springtime game memories episode. We will see you on the next one. It's time for Animaniacs. We hope your hard drive stays in. And Yakko's burning random access memory with a spark Dot just grabbed her cursor, she wants it to restart We kidnapped all the programmers, they think that they're so smart We're Animaniacs Play at work and you'll get sacked If the artwork is too slack, well they license us to hacks We're Animaniacs, totally insane Monitors and play me Animaniacs